Hello. Hello. We just jumped right in. I know. You would never do that. Usually there's banter. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. This is a no banter episode. So how's it going? No banter? No. Got it. Complete silence. Understood. For 45 minutes. 45 minutes of silence. Well, anyway, welcome back to... Like not even 45 seconds. Our Odd Pod Podcast. A podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And everything in between. It's me, Billy. And it's Felicia. Your host is with the most is. Ooh. Yeah. I haven't heard that in a while. I know. Hostess. Hostess. You make a good snack cake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So how's it going? How's your week been? Oh, it's going. It's going. You're getting close to vacation. It's all I've ever wanted. The countdown continues. Literally, by the time this comes out, oh, two weeks. It'll be two weeks. It'll be two weeks. By the time this comes out, it will be two weeks before you leave? Yeah. Okay. That's just that's an oddly specific way of tracking time, but... Well, it's my right now my favorite thing to do is to go to sleep and then I wake up and the number's just a little bit lower. Just a, like one day lower. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like... Right now, I have 16 days. I'll go to sleep tomorrow. will be 15. It'll be wow. a beautiful day. Those are how numbers work. That's interesting. I, if you, just in case you were wondering. It's funny how every day that passes, you're one day closer to a day in the future. Yeah. It's weird. So I've had like the most shittiest week. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, for people trying to move to Louisiana, never register your car here. Oh, my God. That's Don't just a little it. life advice. Holy cow. Don't do it. It's Yeah. You'll be very sad. Turns out it's hella expensive. It's. I don't think it's that expensive in other states. Like I'm pretty sure Louisiana is like top five. It for... hurt me in a way that I can't describe, and I'm still <laughs> salty about it. Yes. So. Show us on the doll where Louisiana hurt you. It's just it's me. The wallet. It's the doll's wallet. <laughs> it's where my wallet sits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. I expected it to be a lot. I did not expect it to be. I was that expecting much. it to be like. A couple of hundred dollars because, granted, my tag was expired and from out of state. For a minute. For a while. That's on me. Yeah. What I wasn't expecting was the brutal... Robbery. Just pummeling that Louisiana is, like, gave me. The amount that you jokingly said it was going to be <laughs> was almost the amount that it was. No, and then du- it doubled. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so if well, you feel so inclined, our Patreon is. Yeah, <laughs> www.patreon.com slash Patreon. Enjoy our bonus content and help us recover from this finan- <laughs> these financial damages. No, we're fine. We'll, we'll be okay. But really, you, I, I mean, am very you're... fortunate to be in a position where I was able to actually pay it. Yeah, it's been real awkward if you're like, you know what? I think we're done here. <laughs> you know and what? Just walk away. Forget that I told you my tag was expired. I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now. You're not the police, right? Okay, cool. (laughs) See ya. Um, Yeah, but that is our Patreon. We have bonus content. Admittedly, we need, uh, there are some things we need to upload. (laughs) It's meant to be monthly. It's turned into like every few months. (laughs) We upload like (laughs) every few months, (laughs) we upload like months worth of bonus content. Um, But you can check that out. You can find our other links at ouroddpodpodcast.com. Uh, and also at linktr.ee slash OOPP. Linktree, get it? I came in there in the clutch. You got it, baby. All right, so. So, I love your shirt, by the way. Thank you. How have I never seen that shirt? I never wear it. Okay. It's Bob's Burgers, <laughs> if you're wondering. If you're playing along at home, Bob's Burgers is like our favorite cartoon. Yeah, we love Bob's Burgers. All right, so. This is not the episode that I planned on putting out this week. And if you mentioned what you were planning on talking about, you guys should be used to us not fulfilling those promises by now. Right. Well, that's why I stopped promising episodes in the future. Cause... <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys know how my brain works, but it's not well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about like freak shows and side shows and like dime shows and like carnivals and stuff nickel like that. shows penny shows just all your standard shows yeah peep I shows to, no, not peep shows oh, okay well. i want to talk about like like freak shows and stuff like that well okay um i was 
procrastinating as i do as we all do as we all do this is a house of procrastination well i was especially terrible with it this last week because of wallowing and self-pity and Mm -hmm. such things that i do i'm just saying if we were a game of thrones house we would have been the house that accidentally switched sides because we showed up late to the war (laughs) so i was scrolling on facebook and this twitter thread caught my attention and it was like a conspiracy theory um about how the world actually ended in 2012. Oh, so the world that we are currently living in is not the world. Right. That sounds hella interesting. Okay. So taking this guy's Twitter thread, which I'm going to go, we're going to go over who it was and everything. Oh, we're going to out him. We're going to put his Twitter handle on blast. It's on the internet. That's true. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go off like what his Twitter thread says. And it's kind of like, elaborate and go into like a caffeine fueled like rant about it okay okay i love it okay so i'm here for it <laughs> this guy's name is like nick hinton it's like his name is like nick hinton did i say that yeah okay well this guy's name is nick hinton oh okay um his username at the time i don't know if he's changed it since is at nick hinton with two ends at the end okay do you think that's how he spelled it, or you think he'd had to do that because someone else already had it? I don't know how Twitter works. The fact that I had to get on Twitter today. Oh, you were on Twitter? Yeah. Why did I think you said Reddit? Facebook. What? I saw this Twitter thread on Facebook. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> Twitter feed, okay. Twitter, got it. I was... And it was like a 30-something picture post of the Twitter thread, and then I actually got on the Twitter thread... And went down an entirely along. different rabbit hole. Interesting. Okay. Of the same thing. So okay, if you're cool. out there looking at the, the one on Facebook, you need to go on Twitter and Andy, finish it. If you're out there, it's Twitter. I don't know why my brain defaulted to Reddit. I think Because that would I, make sense for I conspiracies. I spend a lot of time on Reddit, I guess. We'll get there. Okay. okay. We're going to get to Reddit? Eventually. Oh, dear. All roads lead to Reddit. <laughs> um. So... Basically, it's just like this guy, he's doing a Twitter thread, as mm-hmm. pe- I guess people you know. do on Twitter. Yeah, there's ha- threads on Twitter. It I can confirm. Um, we also have a Twitter. You can follow us. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, you But did. I did know we had a Twitter. I don't know what's on there. I've never, I don't, I don't tweet. Um, it's so, OOP, at OOP podcast. Thank go you. ahead. But so we're just going to go over why he thinks that the world actually ended in 2012. And I just need you guys to hang on. And stay with me mm-hmm. because it is a wild, I'm, tipsy-turby, like, turbulent <laughs> ride, okay? I'm very excited. Okay. Um, and also, like, this is my this is my episode on our odd pod, so I can do whatever I want over here. Yeah. So if it ends up not making sense. You know what? The amount of times I've done an episode and I'm convinced that it doesn't make sense because of, like, the non-linear, rambly way that I tend to present information. I think you'll be fine. Okay, good, because that's about where we're headed. Goody. Okay. I've had I've influenced you. Yes. Good. Okay, so do we're you... One step closer to becoming <laughs> the same person. We are two people with one brain. Yes. Okay, so do you remember why the world was going to end in 2012? The Mayan calendar ran out. Yes. So for years, there were speculations that on December 21st, 2012, the world as we know it would end. Yes. Um, some predicted that we would be wiped out by a natural disaster, like a giant tidal wave. Oh, it'd have to be pretty giant. Um, would either be like an earthwide earthquake, an earthwide earthquake, or a tremendous volcanic eruption. Think like the way they think Yellowstone is going to erupt. Like a yeah, but would that's that like be a geyser. To end all life on Earth. Well, it's going to be bigger than that. Oh, okay. Um, it's like surprise north america has just been one big volcano this whole time this entire time yeah um and we never knew about it never knew um so others believe that on that day in december the earth would suddenly collide with the mysterious planet x causing magnetic pole shifts gravitational reversals and a or a black hole so big that our solar system would completely just disappear wait 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 colliding with the planet would cause the black hole yes or this is a different thing no Okay, well, if we collided with another planet... Well, it would be like we collided with another planet causing magnetic pole shifts, Uh gravitational reversals, or because we collided with the mysterious planet, it would create like 
an explosion so bad that we would create a black hole and we would just get sucked into it because you know whenever a star yeah implodes you mm -hmm. go inward yeah. right okay i'm just saying if we collided with a mysterious planet i think the least of our problems would be magnetic pole shifts but we would also reversals. see it well before we would probably December 21st, just die from the impact right yeah it's a planet anyway but like we would see it yeah. you know like like oh, my like, God, oh shit we would have to watch it get closer oh shit closer. it's coming yeah but um so people believe this because they believe that the ancient mayans predicted and recorded it on their long count calendar more than 2200 years ago and there's something special about the long count calendar that i looked into didn't understand it one bit mm -hmm. but basically we'll get to it i yeah i have opinions like i think probably just they're like this is probably far enough right guys i mean what we'll have it? time to make a new calendar yeah, 22 maybe we'll years continue this later like i'm a little tired can our ancestors do this well basically like from what i understood was that it's supposed to reset itself oh interesting we'll get to it okay okay so the Mayans who developed the long calendar to believe that the end of one cycle would simply signal the beginning of another one. Right. According to this logic, a new cycle should have begun on December 22nd, 2012. However, some people in the US and Europe came to believe that the calendar would not reset itself. I don't know why. So like, did anyone look and see if the corresponding, like if December 22nd corresponded with the day that the calendar started? Like in the first place? I don't have that information. I'm just curious. If you're out there and you have this information. If you are an ancient Mayan. If you are an ancient Mayan <laughs> and you're listening to our podcast, first of all, congratulations. How are you doing? If you're a vampire, look it up. We also need to talk. Yeah. Um. So instead, they said that the end of the cycle would bring the end of the world as we know it. And I don't feel fine. <laughs> Um, some dooms men, dooms women's, and dooms theirs. Dooms people. Dooms theirs. Claimed that there was a like a scientific explanation for their prediction. Mm -hmm. On December 21st, they said between the winter solstice and the Milky Way's equator, they would align and do something. I think the scientific term for that is cuckoo bananas. Maybe. Um, but scientists would like to point out that the coincidence of these two events would have or had no, well, would have and did not have any effect on the Earth. And that furthermore, the Mayans likely could not have known that the galactic equator even existed, much less predicted where it would be in 22,000 years. I didn't know there was a galactic equator. What the hell is that? Well, it's the middle. It's of, like the center of the galaxy? Yeah. I guess that would make well, sense. The, of our Milky Way. Yeah. You know, the one that we're in. Yeah. The one that has 100 to 400 billion stars in it? Yeah. But did you know we have several trillion trees on Earth? So we literally have more trees than stars in the Milky Way? Wow. I, I did not know that. Amazing, right? <laughs> we learn something new every day. Pretty cool, huh? But like, try and tell the doomsday people that. Doomsday people. Yeah. There are, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but like, seriously. Like, yeah, seriously. Try I mean, there are people who have built entire compounds because they think that the magnetic poles are going to reverse. Yeah, and that's what they're worried about. But like, I'm pretty sure that's happened a few times and that's it doesn't what? cause anything. Oh, I don't know. I don't understand. But it wasn't just the Mayans. No. That had predicted that 2012 would be the end. Who else did it? Uh, one of these people were Terrence McKenna. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure where he fits into history, but while he didn't necessarily believe that 2012 would be the end, he did predict that there would be some reality rearranging events reality rearranging events um he made this prediction using his time way zero formula whatever that is there was like a brief explanation time ways zero formula time way zero formula okay, which is okay. basically i couldn't even tell you okay there was a graph i didn't yeah there was a graph there it's was fine. a graph some numbers probably a few letters there was An some X letters or a on y it. if i had to guess and like a, a circular thing not not a graph, like a pie graph, but like a yeah. Anyway, anywho, he he predicted that another person named Preston B. Nichols, a supposed whistleblower who wrote a book detailing time travel experience at the 
Montauk Air Base Force. Sure. Hold on. Montauk Air Force Base. Still birds to the first word, but it got the last two. Montauk Air Force Base. Yes. Gotcha. Claim that they were never able to tra- time travel past 2012 because they could not find a future beyond it. Well, let me tell you this. You know how I know this is bullshit? Because I'm pretty sure forward time travel is not a thing. Well, according to him, there was a very abrupt like time travel wall. A wall. With nothing on the other side. Did he write a book about this? Because it sounds pretty... I would like to read it. He did write a book. I'll have to look it up. Okay. Um, crackpot or not, he did that interview in 2014. So take that. He did you... an interview. So... <laughs> in 2014. So take that however you want. <laughs> what did he say? Oops. <laughs> no, he was telling people like, oh, we couldn't travel past 2012 because there was nothing there. And, but it was 2014. Yeah. Oh, and that's when he did the... Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's giving this interview about how that you couldn't time travel past 2012 in 2014. Okay, so now I have a question for him, Preston B. whatever. Nichols. Nichols. If we're now in 2014 when he's giving this interview, can we now not travel backwards past 2012? Because maybe there's just like uh, it's just a temporal wall. walls in time that we can't travel past, Ooh. like checkpoints, you know? No idea, but that is a... That sounds pretty convincing, right? Yeah. Dude, I could totally be like a like a time travel <laughs> you should, crackpot. Like, infiltrate your way in and be like, guys... Have you heard about the time travel Have you walls? heard about the temporal checkpoints? Oh my God, yes. That's yeah. what you can call it. Okay, so another theory floating around is that we've reached the end of history, okay? Um, which is like a philosophical idea that has been talked about by Hegel, Marx, and Francis Fukuyama. Mm-hmm. Like how I said that. I didn't look I did. it up. That's in a, a totally fun name. Un- In a totally unedited portion of this podcast, <laughs> I totally knew how to say that. I do like the name Francis Fukuyama. Yeah, it's a great name. That's a good name. So, um, basically, they're talking about, like, when you've reached the end of history, events will still happen, but humanity has reached, like, the end of its social culture evolution. Okay. Um, and instead of time travel, it deals with the stagnation of human progress. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Actually. But, like... But, I mean, we are advancing. I just don't feel like we're advancing as fast as we were. Right. We've kind of reached like this lull. Where instead of developing new ideas, we're just improving on old ideas. Well, it's more of like socially, we've become stagnant. Mm -hmm. But like, okay. Well, if you think about it too, though, the world's a much smaller place now. Yeah, absolutely. the, the, The ability for that to happen, because like we can communicate with anyone right now at any part, like anywhere in the world. Mm hmm. But, like, there's got to be something there, right? Like, we all said it after 2012 happened, you know? Like, nothing quite feels right. Something's off. Uh, Nick Hinton even points out that, like, yeah, it might be because us kids are growing up and, like, the world has been descending into, like, chaos more and more every day. That's true, yeah. Like, time is just speeding on. And, like, as I say all the time at work, like, Christmas just happened and it's right around the corner. Yeah, it's crazy. Literally. Like, I feel like Christmas just happened. It mm-hmm. was cold yesterday. And Halloween is tomorrow. And we're, pre- you know, we're all going to die. So let's get ready for that. <laughs> so, um, but, like, just speaking about it, just, like, gun violence, absolutely insane. You hear about it every day now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pre-pandemic it was like every day like a school was being shot up Uh uh-huh like speaking of that mass shootings they barely make the news anymore well it's almost like the pandemic it started bad yeah and then the pandemic happened and (laughs) put a stop to it real quick we're just kind of like well maybe we just won't go out shooting but then the it's essentially over quote unquote and it's starting it's like ramping back up yeah but then like even the freaking pandemic just halts everything yeah uh and i would argue that like how did trump become president and like how did that happen twice i know how it happened but twice what do you mean 
he became president twice. Like he was elected. No, he didn't get no, reelected. I was like, he was a one-term oh, president. Thank God. <laughs> uh, so what are you talking about? What did I miss? It was a long four like, years. I know I woke up tired, but did I wake up in like the darkest timeline? Why did Why did the last four years feel so long? <laughs> I would say it's because of the pandemic, probably. Um, I'm in my own Mandela effect. <laughs> okay, but like, how did that happen? Even the one time. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, like our choices weren't great, but I get it. Well, I mean, like, if you actually kind of look at trend, like, political trends over the past, like, you know, in various countries over the past few years, like, you know, within the last decade or whatever, it's kind of started to lean right again. Yeah, so, like, that's it's fair. It's just kind of like a, it's, it's a like thing a that cycle. Happens. It yeah. happens. But I did find another article that was making, like, way too much sense for my brain to work mm -hmm. with. But they did say that, like, the world might seem more chaotic in the past because, like, as we get older, we start paying attention to things. Yeah. Um, we pay more attention to, like, the chaos versus, like, when we were children, we weren't watching the news. And it's yeah. kind of hard to ignore who, like, presidency things now. I feel, so, I think, too, like, a part of that is, like, people, uh, we do one thing, we try one way. And it doesn't immediately work out exactly how we want it to. So we panic and we rush back the other way. Yeah. And then it doesn't immediately work out the way we want it to. So we panic and we rush back the other way. It's like over and over again. You know? Yeah. So if we're not just talking about like the Mayan calendar ending us all. Others think that we've been sucked into a black hole. Ooh. So in 20... <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> just imagining like... People thinking that we are living and thriving inside of a black hole. Oh, no, we're about to get to it. It's a little ridiculous. <laughs> Literally, like, right now. The fact that we're not all crushed to death is a pretty good indicator that we are not inside of a black well, hole. Well, 2012 was the year that the scientists over at the CERN, finally, it's CERN, C-E-R-N. Mm -hmm. I could not find an acronym for it. I also did not look that hard, so. That's okay. Um, the CERN facility finally found the Higgs boson. Boson? Higgs boson. Uh, boson? I don't boson. Know. Anyway, could be wrong. I'm also very southern, so the Higgs boson, the God particle. Literally within my next uh, couple of sentences. Sorry, wasn't so, trying to steal your thunder. It's fine. It's the particle that Stephen Hawking predicted could destroy the universe, or in his own words, undergo a catastrophic decay. Um, some people theory that maybe the CERN or maybe CERN accidentally created a black hole that sucked us in without us even noticing and we're just living in it mm -hmm. um there was an article on nat geo that talked about us living in a black hole even really yep um basically stating that our universe might be located inside of a black hole um but basically for a blurb too long didn't read um is <laughs> <laughs> didn't read didn't understand <laughs> is that physicists don't know what happened before the Big Bang, but unconventional scientists dis scientists disagree. Mm -hmm. These physicists theorize that a moment before the Big Bang, all the mass and energy of the universe was squished into an incredibly dense speck, mm -hmm. kind of like a seed, if you will. Yep. Um, and they call it the God particle. Mm -hmm. So what does that all mean? That's kind of what I think, actually. Really? Well, because like if you measure the universe it's expanding mm -hmm. and the theory is that it can only expand so much and then it gets sucked back in on itself and then we have the big bang and it starts over again yeah so this basically means multiverses Ooh, i like multiverses um, meaning that if you were sucked into a black hole you may end up somewhere else mm. challenge accepted but it's important to know that over the last couple of decades, theoretical physicists have come to believe that our universe is not the only one, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, we may be a part of a multiverse. I think Love this that. whole article can be summed up in one expert or excerpt from the article, which how or even if one universe is linked to another is a source of much debate, all of it highly speculative and as of now, completely unprovable. Well, I feel like that's kind of the whole deal of being like a theoretical physicist. That would make sense. Like you're trying to figure out things that don't make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like you're not like an astrophysicist where you're specifically focused on one field. You're looking for these small particles and you're trying to figure out what, why, and when, and you know. Doing all these things. Right. You're just basically trying to theorize about the beginning and end of the universe and like what it means. Yeah. So, but 
If we're even going to mention multiverses and black holes, we have to bring up simulations again. Oh, yeah. So what if CERN accidentally destroyed us all in an accidental black hole and all of our collective consciousness were moved into a parallel universe next door, which would be almost identical? Okay. Makes sense. And do you know what that means? I mean, like, what? The Mandela effect. Oh, like, that's why people remember certain things a different way. Mm -hmm. It's because they experienced it a different way. And when our collective consciousness got sucked into a different one, Mm -hmm. everything wasn't, like, carbon copied exactly. Right. Okay, so, but if we're... It's kind of like a universe ends, that universe's consciousness goes into the same beings in a in the clo- next closest universe and then it just the cycle just kind of continues yeah so that makes sense if we're going to drag the mandela effect into this i would like to at least talk about the mandela effect yes please let's talk about it okay so it's very interesting do you know how it came about uh i did but i since have forgotten okay so fiona um broom Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say her last name. It's Broom with an E on the end. Okay, Broom. I'm pretty sure that's Broom. Coined the term over a decade ago when she created a website detailing her recollections of former South African President Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 1980s. Right. As she would soon figure out. That is not what happened. Nelson did. Nelson Mandela did not actually die in prison. Right. Uh, he served his 27 years and actually served as president of South Africa between 1994 and 1999, and he would go on to pass away peacefully in 2013 right so fiona broom describes the mandela effect as a clear memory of an event that never actually occurred in this reality Mm -hmm. her explanation ties into several popular theories that suggest that the mandela effect the mandela effect that occurs when our reality interacts with another alternate reality or a parallel universe Mm -hmm. so i was all over on the internet today I'm pretty sure I just spent like the last three minutes breathing heavily into the microphone. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I was reading a medical news article today. (laughs) National Geographic, NASA, CERN. I was all over it. All over the place. Who are you? I know. Um, We're going to get into string theory. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking about string theory because we're talking about theoretical physics. Yeah, which is something my womanly brain can't simply fathom understanding. But from what I did understand was that the concept of alternate realities originates from quantum physics and string theory. Yeah, because like all particles are connected. Yep. Um, The theoretical framework explains the universe and the very nature of reality in terms of tiny strings that vibrate in 10 dimensions. Mm -hmm. So, based on string theory, one can assume that our universe is not only one of many potentially infinite other universes, which brings us back to multiverses. Mm-hmm. Granted, I understand not a goddamn thing about the mathematical foundation of how string theory actually works, but I do know that the theory itself remains unproven and highly controversial. Yep. Right back to that whole theoretical physics thing. Yeah. There's two, um, I can't remember what the other one is, but there's two very like prevalent um, theories in quantum physics. String theory and like loop theory or something like that. Something. Anyway. So, if we're going to talk about Mandela effects, it would be a shame if we didn't at least, like, talk about them for funsies or I would be very disappointed if we did not talk about examples of the Mandela effect. Okay, right. Also, I, first of all, thank you, because I've never once considered the Mandela effect as being a consequence or a result of, like, potential multiverses. Yeah. Or alternate timelines or whatever. And I also think I have like a Mandela effect. Yeah. Uh, example, but we can let's do these. Well, first. real quick, what's your favorite one? Oh, I don't know. I meant me personally. I have an example oh. of a Mandela effect. Okay. Because we'll get to it. Okay. Okay. So, like, like I, I said, if not, please prove me wrong because I feel crazy. <laughs> the Mandela effect describes a situation in which a person or a group of people have a false memory of an event, quote unquote. Um. So. Fiona Broom, the woman we mentioned before, claims she remembered the international news coverage of Mandela's death in the 1980s, and she even found others who have claimed to have like almost identical memories of Mandela's death. Mm-hmm. Wild. That's so, wild. We're yeah. gonna go over some of my favorite examples. All right. Is that okay? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Good, because I was gonna it. do it anyway. Uh, great. 
obviously we can't talk about Mandela effects without talking about the bear stain bears. Right. So growing up, I always remembered it being bear stain. Mm-hmm. Like the bear stain bears. Like who the fuck is bear stain? Bears. Right. Some suggest that it is likely due to the fact that kids may have seen the name misspelled like in a newspaper article or Maybe. like handwritten references. Or it's like our first exposure to like a remotely German name. Fair. Um, or we slipped back into a black hole and everything wasn't copied exactly. So which one is it? It's Bear Stain with an A. It's Bear Stain? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know I said it wrong when I was a kid because I always called them the Berenstein Bears. I called them the bear stain, stain instead of stain. Yeah. Like with an E instead of an A. Maybe because bear stain sounds like, I don't know. Anyway, interesting. Okay. Um, Bear stain. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I prefer bear stain. I prefer Berenstein. Berenstein. Even Um, though that's not even close to being (laughs) the right thing. Um, How do you think Looney Tunes was spelled? Uh, T-O-O-N-S. Okay. It would make sense for it to be spelled L-O-O-N-E-Y-T-O-O-N-S, but yeah. it's actually spelled T-U-N-E-S. Oh, interesting. You know what I'm thinking of? Probably Fruit Loops. We're going to get to that. Because Fruit Loops is O-O-T-O-O-P, right? Fruit Loops. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Um, But back to Looney Tunes, I think that one's like especially weird because like I don't remember them having a ton of like musical esque yeah but it makes shows. sense too because they were also called the merry melodies for some reason that's true so i don't know but like i don't know I don't like, all i can think of is like you know what i'm talking about like the little opening music yeah is that looney tunes uh-huh. oh wow all right let's bring queen into it queen Remember when Freddie Mercury was all like, we are the champions of the world. Sure. Do you remember that? I mean, I I am remotely familiar with the song. I don't remember it probably because I wasn't alive yet. Well, apparently like that never happened. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it is a song though. We are the champions is a song, but he doesn't say of the world at the end. And this one, I actually had to go back and listen to that song because like, let me tell you, I've kept waiting for the of the world and it never came <laughs> interesting i wonder where that came from then no idea multiverse multiverse yep um do you know what chartreuse is chartreuse yeah is it like it's a color do you know what uh, color it is no well the entirety of this one color has been affected by the mandela effect <laughs> okay um, many people believe that it was like a pink mauve color. Okay. When in fact it is a very wild shade of green. Interesting. Okay. Um, Oscar Mayer versus Oscar Mayer. Yeah. Um, you know the jingle, my baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. Yeah. However, the spelling of your baloney's second name is under scrutiny. Um, people insist that the second layer of the famous jingle... Mayor is spelled with an E instead of an A. Instead of an A. Oh, I thought it was an E because it's Meyer, not Oscar Mayer. I thought it was A. So what is it? It's E. Oh, okay. Well, because like it's I don't know because it's Oscar Mayer, not Oscar Mayer. Maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe we just come from a different multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> the saying "Hello, Clarice," uh-huh. in Silence of the Lambs. Um, in the iconic scene, Hopkins greets Jodie Foster, who plays Clarice. Some people swear he greets her with the "Hello, Clarice," but in right. actuality, he simply says "Good morning." Okay. All right. Which one do you remember? I don't actually remember. I uh, always hear "Hello, Clarice." I've seen that as a joke in other movies. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's why. But I've only seen Silence of the Lambs like one time. Really? I very vaguely remember it. Like, I didn't even realize. I saw, like, a piece of it again recently. I never realized she was, like, a newbie in the FBI. Like, she was, like, a... It's a very good movie. And everybody... I didn't realize everybody's, like, oh, let's fuck this new person kind of thing. (laughs) I I completely forgot that part of the movie. 
Well, interesting. I've only seen. I should watch it again. You should. We I can feel watch like it it's too. up my alley. It's it's a good movie. But I've only seen it once, and you know what? I don't think I've ever seen it all the way. <gasps> I did see Red Dragon all the way through, and I saw Hannibal Rising, but I guess that probably doesn't count. Well, just, yeah, because it's not Silence of the Lamb. Um, do you remember <laughs> like this famous painting of King Henry the Eighth? You got to be more specific with the turkey leg. Uh, I've seen depictions of him but i don't remember it being like a famous painting okay so some historians swear up and down that there is a portrait that exists of the medieval king of an the medieval king of england holding a turkey leg Mm -hmm. however the turkey leg ceased to exist interesting and i remember that photo too i don't know if it's like one of those like oh I saw the picture and I'm like, yeah, of course he's holding a turkey yeah, leg. I, th- I, I remember, I just think I'm remembering it from something else. Probably. Um, but that's like how those kind of things works. Yeah, but we, it could also, we could remember it from something else because it was something else that was referencing this painting that supposedly exists. Yeah. So uh, what's your Mandela effect uh, uh, example? Okay, so do you remember, it wasn't that long ago, they released Pop-Tart cereal. Yeah. Well, I was very excited because when I was a kid, we had Pop-Tart cereal. Huh. And it was like the best cereal I ever had. And it wasn't whatever the shit was that they just released. It was like <laughs> good, like the the best thing I've ever tasted. Little tiny Pop-Tarts. Yeah, basically. And every single person I talked to that's my age or around it, no one remembers this Pop-Tart cereal. <laughs> and so it's like, I guess it's not really a Mandela effect because I'm not remembering something differently than it is. It's just that I'm remembering something that no one else seems to remember. Yeah. Which is weird. No, that's crazy. Like everyone I've talked to. Nobody remembers. I have yet to meet one person who's like, oh yeah, I remember Pop-Tart cereal. I don't remember Pop-Tart cereal. To be fair, I was very young when it came out. But also you're... There's a chance that you were not alive. (laughs) In fact. Yeah. I'm fairly certain you were not alive. I was probably, or maybe just. just. I was like, I had to be eight or below. Which anyway. would make sense for me not to be yes. alive. <laughs> anyway. So, also, we never went over Fruit Loops, but like it is F R O O T versus F R U I T. Yeah, but it's, oh, that's the only one way to spell loops. Never mind. It is O O T. It's Fruit Loops. U I T U I P. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Um, So, like, those were my favorite examples of, like, Mandela effects. Of course, there's, like, hundreds out there, including, like, the way Jif peanut butter. Not Jiffy. It's Jif. Whatever. Wait. Jiffy's a thing. Jiffy pop. That's what it is. Jiffy pop. But Jiffy peanut butter? It's not a thing. No, not a thing. It's Jif. Jif. Or is it Gif? I'm just kidding. It's Senior Hef peanut butter. Um, but back to the Twitter thread, which it came from. Okay. Um, homeboy remembers the Statue of Liberty being in a completely different location. Well, there is one in France. No, we're not talking about that. Okay. Um, being that the Statue of Liberty is on Ellis Island. Okay. When in reality, it's on Liberty Island. Yeah, Liberty Island. Um, he posted a painting of it being on Ellis Island. So that's weird. That Although is weird. People in the comments were like, bro, that artist just has really bad perception. Maybe. But if he remembers, he remembers. Didn't well, it's a painting. Past Liberty Island to get to Ellis Island? I've never been there. Okay. I don't I've know. Been, I've been to Liberty Island. I didn't even realize Ellis Island was, was like, in New York. So. I don't remember. For I, some reason, I thought Ellis Island was like in North Carolina or something. That's how bad I am. All I remember is that I was on a boat. Uh, before that, I was in Central Park. At a certain point, probably not related. <laughs> and then I was on a boat, and then I was on Liberty Island, but we couldn't go inside the Statue of Liberty because 9-11 had literally just happened the year before. Ooh. So they were like, maybe we shouldn't have maybe we don't a lot of there. people in like a tall building. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got to look at it though from the ground. That was cool. <laughs> I, never been, I would love to go. There's a picture somewhere of me with New York in the background. Really? Yeah, and I have long hair. We should find that. <laughs> okay. For for reasons I'm about to explain. And Science. so we could see you with long hair. Okay. Okay. So um, I don't really, I didn't really care too much about like the Statue of Liberty being on Ellis Island v. Liberty Island. 
Um, however, the thing that really gave me like the heebie-jeebies about it was that people remember going up to the torch in the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. But if you look it up, visitors haven't been allowed inside the torch for like over a century. Is it possible they just jumped the thing and went up there? Like you're just not allowed to go up there. Yeah. And tons of people remember going up there. Interesting. And if they just jumped whatever is up there, I don't think they would be posting about it. That's fair. They probably just remember seeing it in like movies. We'll get to it. Okay. So the event that sparked the ban occurred well over like 100 years ago on July 30th, 1916. Mind you, that will be the next Friday after this uh, podcast comes out. Oh, really? Yeah. Coincidence? I think not. (laughs) Coincidence or ripple in time. Ooh. So, um, there was like an explosion on Black Tom Island in New York Harbor in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, shrapnel hit the nearby Statue of Liberty, which ended up closing off the arm for future visitors. And it is noted on a plaque that remains on the site to this day. And it is unclear why guests are not allowed inside, but it has definitely been closed. So, there's people on, I think this is Twitter, from like 2009, 2014, 2013, saying that they've been up mm-hmm. to... The torch. Yeah. Um, Emily Evans at Emily as a burrito posted on November third, two thousand ten, that it's actually quite beautiful. I even went all the way up to the torch on the Statue of Liberty and saw Ground Zero's remains. Um, uh, Nikki, I can't pronounce that last name, posted on June thirtieth, two thousand twelve. There are four hundred and three steps from the foundation to the top of the torch in the Statue of Liberty. I climbed them when I was seventeen. Is this from that same? thread it's like a post within a a bunch of people saying that they've been up there um it's like it's also possible that they're liars it's true but there's so many yeah um somebody says i love the statue of liberty i've been there many times climbed all the way up to the torch statue of liberty in new york went several times as a child and climbed to the top of the torch um someone else says i went right before it happened i assume 2000 or 9-11. 9-11. Yeah. Climb the Statue of Liberty to the torch before it closed, I think. Um, and then somebody else saying, I visited, the, I visited the Statue of Liberty in 1973 when we were able to go up into the torch where the public wasn't allowed to go. So maybe she had special access. I don't uh, know. Okay, okay. Um, but that's that. Wow. That's crazy. There's another one that I wanted to read. Hold on, let me see if I can find it real quick. Better make it quick. I'm doing it. Just kidding. Oh, somebody else said, um, I actually climbed to the torch when I was there when I was a teen. You could actually climb right right up into the torch, which I did, of course, and look out. It was quite a thrill. It's sad that security has now taken all that kind of, um, taken that kind of thing away. And of course, I remember returning by my ship setting from Germany and seeing the statue welcoming us back when we came home. Oh, okay. She, I guess she was studying abroad or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. So. So. We've got all these people that think they've been up to the torch when, in fact, it's been closed for, like, years. Except for that the, one lady that sounds like she had special access or since something. Since, like, 1916? Yeah. Okay. Like, nobody's been allowed in the arm because. There was an explosion. There was an explosion and, like, maybe they deemed it unsafe to be up there. Or maybe it was, like, just in case. Just in case. Some of the shrapnel hit the arm, which seems strange, but. It was a huge explosion just weird that it would hit the arm and not everything else well it probably did but i'm gonna guess that like the base of statue or the base of lady liberty is a little bit more sound than like the arm because she's thick homegirl liberty dummy thick dummy thick (laughs) all right so um but we're talking about like going up into the the arm Uh or the torch this is where i start thinking like okay what the fuck is happening with where the Statue of Liberty is at. Yeah. Okay, so Nick Hinton posted a link to a YouTube video called Part 1, Disappearing Statue of Liberty Unphotoshopped Mandela Effect. Okay. Um, and I watched it. It's like a 10-minute video. It's poorly edited. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Um, <laughs> but it was wild because the first comment is from a guy named Cliff Berg who writes, My heart is beating so fast. I'm literally terrified and really confused. I'm 40 and I've always lived in New York City. And the statue has always been on Ellis Island. I'm so confused what's happening. Wow. Yeah. Um, and it gets wilder. 
Um, the people who claim to be able to go up to the torch are also the ones who went into the Statue of Liberty when I guess it was on. Hold on. I didn't say that right. It's okay. It gets wilder. Okay. The people who claim to be able to go up to the torch are also the ones who went to the Statue of Liberty while it was on, I guess, Ellis Island. Okay. Who fucking knows, man? That's weird, man. Um. So, like, the people who are saying you can't go up into the torch think that the Statue of Liberty is on Liberty Island versus the ones who are saying that they can go up into the torch think that it's on Ellis Island. That's crazy. And out of all of my research, I didn't actually... Well, I know it's on Liberty Island. That would make sense to me, right? Yeah. There's a whole Facebook group dedicated to the Statue of Liberty moving. And if you guys, like, are interested or have the t- even, like, the inklingest of, like, time, I would go check out the video. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to check the video out. Um, But, so back to the Twitter thread... Uh-huh. So apparently a while back on 4chan, someone posted claiming to be one of the 23 scientists that worked at the CERN facility, you know, responsible for creating all these Mandela effects. Yeah. Um, they also claim that the planet was destroyed and placed in a simulated world, but also isn't like 4chan like a source for peak human trustworthiness and intelligence? Yeah, just like anywhere on the internet. Yeah. Um, so this guy said he was a scientist. Yeah. And was confirming that we were in fact put into a simulated reality. Yeah. Okay. But also, like, I couldn't find that post. And the closest thing I could come to it was, like, a post on Reddit. Right. Which was, like, an AMA and didn't really tell me much of anything. So. I have a question about the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Because just because you've lived in a city all your life doesn't mean you're smart. <laughs> um, Is it possible people are just confused because the same ferry goes to both islands? You, it's. There's, it's possible. It's just like there's so much of it. There's, apparently there's a bunch of little islands off of New York I never even thought about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. The closest I've ever been to New York was like an exit driving to New Jersey. Okay. So. From where? Alabama? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Never that do sense. that again. <laughs> so, um. What's that, like a 15-hour drive? It's a 21-hour drive. 21-hour drive. Damn, son. <laughs> I did that twice. Why? Cuckoo bananas. Okay. Okay, I digress. Um, the thing that I thought was most interesting was, like, whoever this person was described reality as being sort of like Russian dolls. Yeah. Um, where there are worlds nestled within one of another, like a simulation inside of a simulation. Whoa. Like inception. Of simulations. Yes. So... The idea of simulations within simulations and multiverses are not a new thing. It's been a part of like Eastern philosophy since like the third century. Don't I didn't fact check that. That's what the Twitter thread said. Okay. Um, but a quote by Alan Watts illustrates it perfectly, which I did steal from the Twitter post, but I got it off the internet. That's okay. Uh, okay. Alan Watts. Alan Watts. Okay. Said, "Imagine a multi-dimensional." And I already fucked it up. Imagine a multi-dimensional. Imagine a multi-dimensional spider web in the early mornings covered with dewdrops. And every dewdrop contains the reflection of all the other dewdrops. And in each reflected dewdrop, the reflections of all the other dewdrops in that reflection. And so, ad infinitum, that is the Buddhist conception of the universe in an image. In conclusion, the world ended in 2012. Humans are in a stagnant state of development and we, because we've all been placed in a simulation, and with all that information, you're allowed to eat as many popsicles as you'd like for breakfast. <laughs> nice. Uh, or does that include ice cream sandwiches? As many as you want. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Get ice cream sandwiches, bro. For breakfast, bro. Bro, fuck yeah, bro. Banana bread. Fuck yeah. Hell that was, yeah. That was amazing. I feel like you that guy from um. Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah, that was me trying to like find things on the internet. Just me like on, on NASA's website, Nat Geo, <laughs> CERN's website. <laughs> you should post that image on on Instagram as like the image for this. Episode. I wanted to just like recreate it, just like <sighs> yeah, just like 
literally like i was having a bad day yesterday and couldn't get it done but today i was like bang bang bam, bam, yeah, bam, like, bam. the difference between yesterday and today is just like it's almost like you're a different person oh maybe from some parallel universe where felicia can actually get things done <laughs> no that's not what i meant <laughs> no that was great uh i liked the energy too i feel like the the energy level uh and I the told layout you. was perfect for this I, topic i told you what we needed for this episode was a caffeinated just well i had two very strong cups of cold brew within the like within 30 minutes of one another yeah so, so. i was like we need to be like really caffeinated yeah. or we just needed <laughs> caffeine was what we needed <laughs> i'm here to drink caffeine or i don't know <laughs> right and i'm all out of whatever <laughs> disclaimer no <laughs> Never. Uh, not in this house. What you do on your time is on you. What I do in my time is on me. <laughs> not in my Christian household. Not in my Christian neighborhood. Anyway. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else you got? I'm sorry. I'm supposed to have another episode prepared? Yeah, you're supposed to continue immediately end- into the next episode. Oh my God. How do we end episodes? Uh, I don't you know. could... Uh, do the beginning of the end by telling them where they could find free music. Oh, right. How do we end episodes? Well, usually we end by saying, if you enjoy our intro and outro music, you can go on over to DarrenCurtisMusic.com and he has a library of music for creators. of options. He also has a way to access the music that he actually makes to make money. But DarrenCurtisMusic.com is the library for, like, the music he creates for other creators. Yeah. Which is a huge service. If you do a podcast or you make short films or anything like that, that's a fucking huge plus to have access to something like that. So thank you, Darren. Thank you, Darren. Um, We said the links in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Let's end. Let's do it. So as always, we we are are the Boneses Boneses, and and we we are are out. out.